Welcome to the Dog Training Tips Podcast with your host, creator of the Dogmanship Training Academy, Heidi Hamilton. Hello, welcome back. Today we are talking about how to stop car chaos on arrival. And this is important because how we start our walks has a huge impact on how our walks are going to turn out. So if you're going to drive to a destination and your dog is pacing in the car or barking or jumping on the sides of the car, but trying to barge out the door, you've not set great expectations for the behavior on the rest of the walk. Now, one of the first things that you can do is make car trips less of a novelty by doing them more often. So don't do one trip a month to the beach and then expect them to be calm on arrival. Do lots of trips, put them in the car when you're running errands, just go five minutes down the road and do your normal walk, but drive there instead. By making it less of a novelty, it's going to help them be calmer on arrival. Now, when I say karma on arrival, it's okay for them to be excited. It's great for them to be excited and happy and waggly. That's all fine. What we're trying to avoid is that excessive barking at everybody that's going past, jumping and scratching the sides of your car, pacing up and down where it's almost become stressful for them. Okay. Now, we always want to make sure we're in the car, they're secured. They're either in a crate, they've got a seatbelt on, they've got a barrier, whatever it is. And it's always important to check wherever you live, what your legal obligations are in keeping your dog restrained in the car too. Now, when you get there, don't get out or open the doors until they've calmed down. Now, don't rev them up by saying things like, we're here, walkies, when you get there, because that's obviously going to be a trigger for them. If you open the door and they start going crazy, close it again and just wait. Now, when you get that moment of calm, and again, the waggly, happy calm is okay, right? I don't mean they have to be lying down half asleep, but I mean they've stopped doing those behaviors that we don't want. Soon they close the door and they stop doing that. When they stop, you open the door again. And if they start again, close the door. So we're repeating that. Now, at this stage, getting out and exploring is the ultimate reward. So if your dog is going crazy and then you let them out, they've just been rewarded and learnt that the behavior prior to the reward is something that they should repeat. So you may need to, while you're doing this, leave the car running with the air con on if you're in a hot area, but we want to make sure that we're definitely making sure we're not accidentally rewarding the chaos by letting them out mid-chaotic outburst. Now, one of the other things you can do is teach car door boundaries. So a boundary is just a line that they're not allowed to cross without permission. So there are other sorts of boundaries as well. It might be they're not allowed on the couch without an invitation to come on the couch. They're not allowed to jump on people unless people have invited them to jump up. In this circumstance, it means being able to open the car door, walk around, get yourself organized and know that they won't jump out until given the invitation or the cue. So I say, outside for example for people in the dogmanship training academy the instructions for this are in phase three now when you're teaching this start at home with the lead on or with your gates closed around your car so if you can sort of drive into your yard and close the gates that's a great way to practice that way the stakes are low if they make a mistake 
it's no big deal. You just reset and try again. It means you can get lots of repetitions up and teach the skill in a more controlled environment where they're more capable of learning. And that way you're preparing you and them for that real life scenario. So you want it to be reliable under low distraction before you start putting them in a high distraction environment. Stopping them from barging out is obviously very practical. It makes them much safer. It's going to help prevent them from jumping out in front of a car, those sorts of things. But it also gets them in the right mindset for listening to you before they've even stepped out of the car. We're setting the tone for the rest of the walk. So three tips to stop the car chaos on arrival. Number one, make the trips less of a novelty. Number two, don't reward the chaos. Wait for the calm before letting them out. Three, teach them to wait for a cue before getting out of the car. I hope that helps. If you want to find out more about training with me, you can watch my introductory workshop at dogmanshiptraining.com forward slash free. Or if you have a question, you can find me as Dogmanship Training on Instagram and Facebook. Have a great week, guys. Bye.